So, episode 100, are we actually owning that number? It's technically not. Is it 0100 or is it 100? Look, it's, it's 100. It is episode 100. <laughs> it's 100. We're doing 100. <laughs> we're, we're claiming this as the official 100th episode, despite the fact we had an episode with 000 and we had a 97A or something. It's fine. I think we also had a, a like a 52... Uh, a and a 52-2 or something like that as well. So The numbers say 100, so I'm taking it as 100. Numbers don't lie. Not in my spreadsheets, they don't. <laughs> this episode is already costing me $15 a week. So let's get going. <laughs> I don't think Jason ever actually believed we would get this far. No. I Was it 10? I think 10. W- no, that even sounds high. I think maybe three is where I thought mm. would be the sweet spot. And by sweet spot, I mean it would fizzle out and die. <laughs> well, talking about fizzling out and dying, it is 35 degrees Celsius today, and I can't ventilate or fan this room for fear of ruining the microphone and the recording. I don't know. What is that in Fahrenheit, Jason? Have you converted that? 35C in F is 95F. Yeah. So I might fizzle out and die. Yeah, that's while we're talking. That's pretty warm. Mm, it is. Yeah. This is a bamboo shirt. I'm trying a new experiment. Thank you, Natasha. You might want to turn that iron off that's behind you because that's probably adding to the heat. Yeah. Yeah, it's more like a sauna in here, isn't it? <laughs> I admire the fact you have been doing your ironing prior to podcasting, but I hope you've got it turned off. I don't think you're supposed to iron bamboo shirts, though. I think that's... No. Oh, I had an iron logo on it. Oh, it did. I said it was okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you oh. do the little thing where you point your phone at it and it like tells you what the symbols are? No, I didn't. I should try that. Apparently it does that. I've not actually tried it, but that's pretty cool. Uh, speaking of bamboo, if, if <laughs> either of you were to go to um, <laughs> canyon.blog slash save, oh, you'll find, no way. you'll find a uh, coupon code there for bamboo underwear. I encourage you to uh, give it a go. <gasps> are you wearing it? Is this uh, a sponsor kind of read? Not today, He's no. checking his no, underwear. No, not today. Hmm. No underwear or just... No, other underwear. Other underwear. Other, other underwear. Okay, I wore goodness. the bamboos yesterday, so... Yeah. They're in the wash now. You don't... You, okay. You know. And your boys are okay? <laughs> they're fine. <laughs> okay, good. Canyon.blog slash save. I was half expecting you to start trying to promote Bamboo <laughs> HR, which is like an HR web platform <laughs> thing. I was like, oh God, please no. <laughs> See, that's the great news about getting to 100. We're finally a serious podcast and we have, uh, we have advertising, you know? And yeah. canyon.blog slash save is that advertiser. Wow. Thank you to canyon.blog <laughs> slash save for being today's sponsor on episode 100 of Hemispheric Views. Now, before we get to the main event, which is in our running sheet... For this episode, mm. we have a new OnePrimePlus.com member, and they are Scott W. Thank you very much, Scott. Scott W. Welcome to the family. Yeah, welcome to the family. Why not? Uh, we can't. Prime Plus. I don't think we can use that line. Oh, uh, welcome to the long game. That yes, that- that's better because I think okay. the we, I think the welcome to the family is related to the We Got Family, which is the oh. podcast about 
The Fast and the Furious, which is a mm. podcast done by Rob with two Bs, right. mm. which, two Bs. Who does the what podcast does he do? I think that's is that the Ruminate one? There we go. Yeah, Ruminate. There we Ruminate. go. Ruminate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we just carried on the streak there, but that's okay. not to take away from the uh, One Prime Plus newest member, Scott W. And how do you expect that Scott W. found his way into One Prime Plus? How how could others follow in these illustrious footsteps? There's a thing called the internet. Oh. Uh, it helps you get to the web. And I believe that's where OnePrimePlus.com is hosted. I think the .com gives it away. Oh, okay. So you you, you cruise down the old information superhighway, mm-hmm. take an exit at www. And then you end up at OnePrimePlus.com, mm-hmm. the best domain on the internet. Now, keen-eared listeners would know that I had some questions or comments about spelling of names hmm. in a recent episode. Other One Prime Plus members. Hmm. Can I just check in with you guys? Scott, is he a single T or is he a 2T kind of guy? This is a, this is a 2T situation. Okay. I approve of both. I only approve of one of those. <laughs> so now you're alienating... Even guests have been on the show, am I right? Hey, if, <laughs> if, if they're Scott spelt wrong, they need to have a good hard long look at themselves and have a conversation <clears throat> with the parents. Uh, <laughs> look, we, clearly the only way to spell Scott correctly is with two Ts. So we have avoided a an upset new One Prime Plus member because I think he's in the good camp. So thanks, Scott W. I hope no one goes back to previous episodes to fact check that about what you just said because I'm fairly certain you were the other way <laughs> with the last one. No, no, but no, no. This no, is this no, is within surely me. not. Yeah, no, this is I am, yeah, this would I never am change. Consistent mm-hmm. to my core if anything, on this one. The surname Canyon definitely isn't misspelled, that's for sure. Yeah. It's he is consistent with two T's. Good on Scott. So thank you. Welcome. Welcome. Ever change your name to one T? Get out of here. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Scott, right, moving on. If, if you happen to still be around, uh, be sure to check your email for your welcome email where you can get stickers and get all the past episodes of One Prime Plus, all of the past newsletters, all of the past everything. You get everything. Once you join, you're in, you get it all. The treasure chest is in front of you, ready to be opened. And if anyone else feels the need, I was going to say for speed, but that's not really... I think that's copyright. We're getting back in that fast and furious. Sorry, sorry. Uh, if anybody feels the need for OnePrimePlus.com, go to OnePrimePlus.com and sign up today. You mentioned stickers. Oh, okay. We can't let mm. this go mm. by. Stick. There is a very impressive mm. big sticker news. Can tell us big sticker news. Yeah. Speaking of stickers, since you just were, what if I were to tell you there were a little shop on the internet where you could get themed. Hemispheric View stickers for a reasonable amount of money in exchange. What if I were to tell you that? How excited would you be? Scale of one to ten. Mm. It's not. It's not. Can you not blog slash save? But I'm going to give it a eight. I'm going to go eight. Okay. Okay. I'm assuming dot blog slash save is a ten. Is that totally. the bar? Oh, okay. Yeah. So eight is pretty good. Martin, you don't look. Oh look, I'm I'm not a huge sticker person, and oh. if it's other people's stickers, I congratulate them. It would probably be like a two, but if it's ours and it's made by someone called Jason Burke, then I'm an 11 <laughs> oh, on the scale. Wow. Oh, wow. It's gone full okay. spinal tap. Okay. So I'm like a nine and a half here. Really? Okay. This is good. Yeah. So if you go to ooh, hemisphericviews.com slash shop, 
you will end up at a little sticker shop where you can pick up one of four amazing, wonderful, dare I say perfect, stickers. One, the logo of the show. Everybody needs that. You need to stick that on everything in your life. Two, maybe you've heard of a little thing called Vegemite. I haven't, but this other sticker looks pretty much like that. I wouldn't say it looks exactly like that because that's copyright. And then the third one, if you have, (laughs) I don't know how you could not have heard about this, a little thing we like to call the defaults episode 097 that has taken the internet, the world, the universe by storm, I would say. Um, There's a defaults sticker in commemoration of that whole thing. So it's a it is a sticker of a laptop with stickers on it to stick on your laptop. What else do you need? It's glorious. This is my favorite by far. I love it. I love it. I love it. And if you're feeling really frisky, there's also the coveted One Prime Plus Shield available for the lower <laughs> price of $10,000. <laughs> or. Go to OnePrimePlus.com and get a massive discount and just sign up for a monthly thing as low as $2 per month. <laughs> I do so there love, you go. I'm looking at this store right now. It's literally listed at <laughs> $10,000. Not just $10,000, but $10,000 US dollars. Yeah. So holy dooly. Wow. All the Australians out there, just join OnePrimePlus. <laughs> yeah, it's so much easier. So HemisphericViews.com slash shop. Get yourself some stickers. It makes our housing prices look like they kind of make sense. <laughs> Think about it. Yeah, if a sticker is ten grand, like what's a house? Wow, million dollar house, whatever. It's like makes total sense. Wow, minimum, (laughs) minimum. Wow. No, well done, Jason. No, seriously, when you sent through those designs and that, I'm like, wow. Uh, Okay, serious creativity. Yeah, this is like literally um, that little gif of throw me, you know, from Futurama, the throw me the money Mm. thing. Yeah. Yep. Take my money. They are premium quality. I will say, we will not push out crap stickers they are of the utmost quality so get in there get yours today for the main event of this episode i was thinking as we were approaching this recording 100's a big deal right i mean yeah it's just like any other number but traditionally mm. it's a bit of a milestone you kind of want to do something i thought we don't really want a clip show or something nah. and just dragging up old stuff because that's kind of, yeah, we don't want like a greatest hits. We want to do something that's kind of like what we've done before, which maybe listeners will enjoy, but a little bit different. So given how much people enjoyed the app defaults episode, and that was a competition with some very interesting scoring technique and protocol by Andrew, uh, but you know, people liked it. That's good. Thank you, Andrew. Li- um, liked thought, it. Let's in do quotes there. I, liked it. Yeah. Yeah, quote unquote. Yeah, it was great. I, it was fun. I still have open legal cases surrounding <laughs> this, by the way, so- Well, good luck with that. Um, I thought we would do a kind of mega app corner with a flavor of history, nostalgia, and maybe some shame and embarrassment thrown in there, depending on how this goes. This isn't so much a competition. It's a bit of a round robin of three categories as we look into our ancient purchase history of apps. And that could be the app store, cross platforms for Apple, or even things that you've purchased on the web. So we're going to go through three different categories of earlier apps or things that we've enjoyed and i don't know who wants to go first here should i just pick or or whatever yeah pick somebody flip flip a three-sided coin three-sided coin there it is imaginary looks like it was there no, and the answer is we're going to go clockwise okay according to my screen <laughs> uh, and that is Perfect. jason first andrew and then me all right okay so 
what we're going to do is we're going to drag up some things from our past and maybe discuss, maybe throw a heap of shit at each other. Mm. We'll see how we go. <laughs> and the first category that I want to know, Jason, starting with you, mm-hmm. number one, early iOS app or game. What is something from the first few years of the app store that is now obsolete or maybe still works, but is a bit weird or embarrassing? What's something that you found early in that purchase history? And Andrew, you have to be ready next. Yep. Got it. So first of all, this was this was really weird to go to that purchased area scroll for mm. seemingly forever <laughs> to finally get time. all the way to the bottom so I, I have to say i'm a little bit shocked and i guess impressed that all of that crap still is in there so that that was the first one mm. i actually picked the very first thing that was uh on my purchase list not so much because it was embarrassing Ooh. but more because i was just like really of all you know the app store became a thing and on the very first yeah. day, at the very first minute, like that's the thing I picked to download. <laughs> like I was so excited. This is the first ever. I actually first think we ever. all have to. We all have to disclose the first item on our lists as well. Actually, I think this is an additive thing. Oh, oh dear, I didn't check that bit. I better have a look. <laughs> Hold on, Martin, scroll for forty-five minutes. <laughs> no, no, you go. You, you go. I can scroll at the same time. So I can. I can multitask. My first iOS app, uh, and this is just what's in the list. So if if for some reason the list doesn't include everything, well, mm. whatever. This is just what's in the list. Yeah. So the very first one on July tenth, two thousand and eight, iTunes Remote. <laughs> Look at you. Who's downloading iTunes Remote? Why did I think that was like the hottest thing to get in the app? Steve Jobs told you to, Jason. <laughs> the brand new app store, the, the thing that's going to change the world, and I get iTunes Remote. Like, that's the lamest thing ever. <laughs> and quick question, is it in the not on this iPhone category or is it just the whole lot? Like you could actually still use the new remote or have it installed on your phone today? Uh, that I am not sure. I did as a follow-up, I was going to ask you a similar question of how many mm. of the first 10 things you downloaded are still either available to do the little download or do you actually still have one of those on your device today? <laughs> oh, none of them. No, none <laughs> okay. of them. They're, they're all... <laughs> They're all in the dustbin of history. <laughs> I have to look and see if iTunes remote is actually a thing anymore, though. Hold on. Let me do the... It is. There is remote like it works. I use it all the time, like on the watch for it Apple TV It still has the little, the little download cloud next to it. I don't know if that means yeah. it will actually work. I would assume that's what it means, mm. but mm. it's still downloadable, apparently, since 2008. Do you know what? Mm-hmm. Do you know what, Jason Burke? Sorry to yeah. butt in on your yeah. thing. iTunes yeah. remote. The second bottom item on my list. <laughs> this must Look have been that. this must have been the hot item. Was it was that the only app wow. available on day one, maybe or something? And we were just like, we have to get apps. <laughs> 9th of October 2008. iTunes remote. Wow. Were you both equally enthusiastically using ping and adding your top ten favorite apps to the top right of the iTunes? We must window? have been. I don't even actually remember yeah. what iTunes remote was i i assume it was to use my phone to control itunes on my computer for some reason yeah but you remember they had that party shuffle kind of thing or itunes dj where if you were actually in like according to steve jobs's ideal idea of how you would run a party you could actually (laughs) shuffle and like add songs to a queue and it'd be like an administrator i think they kind of brought similar functionality back recently within music i just like the idea of of steve jobs ideal way to run a party (laughs) 
Yeah, with an iPod uh, Hi-Fi in the corner. <laughs> no furniture. With the album a wooden floor, and yeah. everybody just sits there eating fruit in silence. Oh my goodness! No shoes. Yeah, <laughs> love it. No shoes. So wait, Martin, I have to know then. Do you, do you have iTunes Remote as one of your first few downloads? Uh, no, actually, oh. I, I, I have used it. But if I type in Remote, I've got like the Remote app on my phone as it currently stands today for like Apple TV and stuff. So mm. yeah, it's there, but I can't see the You got to get on that iTunes remote was. train. I'm telling yeah. you, it's, it's, it's the hotness right now. It's what all the kids are using. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. I'm going to download it and see what happens. So Andrew. Yes. Your turn. Um, so you can still say the one you're going to say, but Jason's thrown in that extra thing of the very first. Mm. So I suppose that's an extra category. Okay. All right. So, it's a double category this okay, one. Okay, so what I'll do, I'll start with the I'll start with the proper question that you asked, the early iOS app mm-hmm, game, mm-hmm. something that's obsolete or a little embarrassing. I am choosing an application called Note Taker HD. Oh God. So on brand right now. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> HD. I completely so this forgot. This is actually an thing. iPad app, right? Yeah. So it's Ooh. yeah, because I was big on the iPad. I bought the iPad day one, mm-hmm. like release up at midnight buying that ipad and hd was always that was if it went from the phone to the ipad it was the hd, HD version yeah yeah exactly <laughs> wow it never really made sense but <laughs> but this was an app and, and it was um this is the era where remember the ipad didn't have a pencil so Mm-mm. but yeah rather than you know if they've got a stylus you blew it there was this sort of weird third party market for the jot style style was it the Jot? Yeah, I don't think I ever bought the Jot. I think I lusted after it, but that one I with didn't. the little disc. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, I remember the disc. Yeah. But this, what the one I had was more just like a little rubber nubbin. Was it the Cosmonaut? Again, Cosmonaut. I never wanted to spend that kind of money, so I was too much of a tight wad. So I bought the cheapy version, and it had a little clip, so you could clip it in your pocket. Oh, you know, classic. Classic. And no leaking in that breast pocket. No way, no way. There's ink free. It was just my little rubber nubbin. But it, so you would use that. <laughs> Taking and- a note for the title, just my little rubber nubbin. <laughs> was, so Note Taker HD, <laughs> it was designed to be that sort of that first era of writing on your iPad to take notes. And it you know did the magnification area so you could write a bit bigger and it would mm. shrink it down. And it seemed like it was perfect. It was like a great concept. And what really got me motivated to buy it was because it was developed by Dan Bricklin. Dan Bricklin was the creator of VisiCalc, which was the first spreadsheet application. So a guy that makes spreadsheets suddenly is excited to make iPad applications. I was like, I'm here for it. This guy is, Mm. you know, symbiotic with me. (laughs) Turns out whether it was the app, which had really, really fuzzy user interface like it was kind of it was almost like flat design before flat design was a thing so you never knew if you were tapping a button whether it was active or you just and because the ipad was very underpowered it was slow and it just never worked and it was like and it was just creaky and as much as i tried to build it into my workflow i i just had to give up on it so and the icon oh my gosh the icon we'll make sure it's in show notes but this icon is but ugly it's got like this hand holding a pencil but it's kind of hand but it's kind of drawn it's like pencil art like i think i've seen the one you're talking about yeah that should not have been done it's really ugly 
So yeah, I think uh, that's ringing bells. It's pretty embarrassing. So that is my embarrassing app. Also embarrassing mm. is my list. So it's interesting. <laughs> I brought up my list. So my first application on my phone is slightly different to the the one that's listed on my Mac for iOS apps. I guess it's just the way it oh. sorts mm. it in the database. Yeah. Both beginning entries are kind of embarrassing for different reasons. The first list on my phone is Evernote, Notes oh, yeah. Organizer, mm-hmm. from 8th of October, 2008. The first app on my Mac app store for the iOS is Echofon for Twitter, 12th of October, 2008. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. So neither of those have really stood up to the test of time for different reasons. Mm-mm. But there you go. I was already, I was like into social media and notes organization. In high definition. In high definition. The yeah. only way to roll. <laughs> Followed by full high definition, which makes me question how incomplete was high definition. Mm, yeah. And then you don't forget XHD and UHD. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're breaking my brain, Andrew. Slow down. <laughs> so there we go. That I hope that was embarrassing enough, Martin. I hope it was met the spec but i'm curious to know it was great yeah i i don't know i'm just throwing words out there it's up to you to fill it in and so now my turn uh answering the first part of my question look this is uh the only way to put it is shameful and questionable oh Uh, i think i have an idea all right here's a guess what is it no please please go ahead (laughs) i don't think you're going to guess this if i can be honest it is the bed intruder soundboard the The what the what (laughs) bed intruder so i scrolled back do you remember in the early days of the ios or iphone os app store right okay there were not only things like the beer tilting games and all those accelerometer gimmicky things which were cool at the time but like okay we've moved on there were also lots of soundboard apps okay you know what i mean by soundboard so you take characters or songs or whatever fart noises do you remember all that sort of stuff. Yeah. There was a song, uh, and I looked up just to make sure I got this all right, by the Gregory Brothers and Antoine and Kelly Dodson, which was taken from an Alabama news report about this. There was this guy talking about how there was a bed intruder. Okay. Oh, you have no idea about the meme I'm talking no, about? No, none. <laughs> this is going to be the worst show notes it's, ever. I'm going to have to find all of this. Is this, that guy, is this the sort of the, the woman with ain't got no time for that? It's not that one, is it? Kind of that flavour, but he's like, there is a rapist in Lincoln Park. Oh, yeah, I know that guy. And he's got yes. the bandana. Yeah, hard your kids, yeah, hard yeah, your wife, yeah, yeah. and hard oh, your yeah. husbands because they're raping everybody out yeah, here. Yeah, that is amazing. Okay, I'm with you now. Yep, yep. I love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just, it was great because they just lent into this ridiculous kind of regional US news report and they made an internet sensation out of it. Cringeworthy by today's standards, but they actually, like, made some success out of this, I suppose, this uh, interview yep. from this horrible crime, this attempted crime that was committed, but it became this internet sensation. So there you go. Earlier internet remix culture turned into an iOS app that all of my friends and I at the end of high school thought was a good idea to download. Is it still available? Uh, I don't think so, but Cause um, I, would. I don't think I'd be downloading it again anyway. Oh, I, might. I would. I would enjoy that. Hard kids. I remember it. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hide your kids, hide your words. It's just ridiculous. It's no iTunes remote, I can tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure you could buy the song on iTunes at the time, too. It was an actual release. And then you could get it again as a ringtone for another 99 cents. Mm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But to answer your question about what now that we've got that 
probably an appropriate section out of the way. Thank you, listeners. I don't know how we bleep that. That'll be up to me to determine when I'm editing this. Um, <laughs> the first app that's listed yeah. in my iPhone's App Store history is, frankly, not surprising now that I look at it. It is the Advanced English Dictionary. Wow. Is that wow? Is that the most Martin on brand? Can we just stop thing? recording now? Wow. Or like, is there any point to go on past this? I don't. Gosh. And straight after that is the thesaurus. Wow. <laughs> well, actually, no. It was like Apple Apple news related apps, to be honest, and then stuff to do with Volkswagen and BMW, which is um, yeah, it's just definitely my interests at the time. Oh, Twitterifics in there. There you go. That, wow. Wow. Dictionary. I love that. What a different era. Wow. That's incredible. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know what else there is to say about that. So, wait, I had the follow-up question. If you look at, like, the, the oh, yeah. first 10 that you downloaded, how many of them still are downloadable? Like, do they have the little cloud next to them? Or do they just say, like... Four of them. Oh, four of 10. Okay. Andrew, what do you got? Of the first 10, one, two... Yeah. You got a big, big phone now. It should be able to fit 10 on the screen. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's still downloadable? Eight out of 10 are still available. Okay. Same for me. Eight out of 10. I was really surprised. Yeah. I don't know if they, st- I assume if there's the little cloud, that means they'll run in some capacity. Well, yeah. I don't I'm know what that really Aqua, means, but. Aqua Forest is no longer available. That looks interesting. Oh, I love that one. Is that the, that's the green one with the little drop on it? Do you have a two? What is oh, it? Yeah. That thing was I great. I can't remember what it is, but it looks lovely. The icon looks beautiful. What it was, was a it? game. I believe it was a game, if I remember right. How do we all have this? I guess there weren't that many to choose from. Well, there was like eight applications <laughs> in the beginning. So <laughs> if you spend... Ah, oh, flight controls there. Look at that. Oh, flight control. That was going to come up later in the show from me. Oh, okay. Sorry, all we right. didn't have to say that. Let's let's move on then, right? Before we get too all right. sucked into the annals yeah. of history. Oh, wait. Wait, I do have one more embarrassing one. Oh, okay. Oh, if you want. Yep. I have... A little app in my library that is called Cat Piano Junior for iPad. <laughs> <laughs> Not HD. Is that for cats or for humans? I don't know what that is. All I can imagine is it's probably a piano that you were meant to put on the screen and then the cat would like yeah. I reckon touch that the had, screen. Uh, yeah, I think about it. Did that have fish like that would fly across it and stuff like that and <laughs> no, then try and... I have no idea. <laughs> you would be all over that, Jason, I can imagine. Yeah, Cat Piano Junior for <laughs> iPad. You didn't want to... You didn't HD. Want, yeah, so basically you're a tight ass. You didn't buy the proper version. <laughs> I think I didn't get, I didn't get the, the pro version. I just got the junior. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's the first category. Or well, now two, technically. We can solve that in the show notes. So second category is unused mistake. Something that you have bought on any platform, could be in the past, even recently or now, uh, with great excitement or intention, but have never really used. Jason. Mm. Yeah, this this was tough, especially because it doesn't show you the price of anything. So that's sort of annoying. I mm. wish you could see what you had paid for everything throughout the past. I also wish it would just say, over the course of your account, you spent $42 billion on <laughs> stupid applications. I don't want to think about that. Yeah. Andrew's got a spreadsheet for it. He does, yeah. yeah. Even, I, even I block out on that one. That is This just, app store is costing oh, me so much per week still. Um, <laughs> that iTunes remote, I'm telling you, it's still three cents a week. Um, and as far as unused or, or things that I had aspirations for, back when, oh, I just went 
blank on it. What Apple's pro apps for oh, so like Logic, mm. all their like audio pro apps. I had bought them all with this great aspiration that I was going to do all this musical stuff. <laughs> Never did any of it. <laughs> so I spent an absolute fortune back then on <laughs> the Apple Pro apps, which were like really expensive back then. I will say all credit given that that purchase from way the hell long time ago, I still have them all and they all still work. So as far as how much they cost per week, I don't know, figure it out. But yeah, having all of those in my library, cool, but really not that useful. <laughs> and of course, you love editing this podcast, so doubly useful. Yeah, well, now that now that my life revolves around editing podcasts, which is my number one favorite thing to do, <clears throat> now it's beginning to pay off, so. <laughs> mm. Imagine, we, should, we should get Jason to edit one more show, just see if anybody notices. Mm. It would be good. He just doesn't like it. It would be. I don't think that would be a good idea. It's not that hard. No, it's just, um, well, it is actually. It's very difficult. It's laborious. It's really, really hard. <laughs> I, and the fact that both of you do it every week is, is I'm forever grateful. Well, thank you. Save that for our performance review. Now, this category, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Andrew, yes. this category, I really thought of you when I came up with it because mm. I thought there would be some sort of trauma or ongoing pain about the fact that you might have spent something. Mm. And you weren't using it. So I'm not trying to target you uh, here, but I thought it might be funny. It's a, in all honesty. It's a fair point. Um, <laughs> it was, it, like Jason said, it was tough going through this one. An, an unused mistake, something you bought with great excitement. Yes, there are a number of those, probably a million different note-taking apps, to be perfectly honest. But the one that came to mind... Note-taking 4K. <laughs> HD. Um, the one that came to mind as most saddening i think it was quite expensive like jason said i don't know what it was because the price has gone i think but i think i really thought about it before buying it and then when no, i'm gonna do this and then subsequently did very little with it and felt sad was status board by panic oh yeah that was another another mm. ipad because i was big into the ipad i was i always preferred ipad over iphone for whatever reason mm -hmm. i think i felt more businessy but yeah, panic status status board was this thing, and it would it, you would provide it with a data source, and it would create different charts and tables and graphic appearances of the data on your iPad screen. A status board. I love the idea of a status board. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. But do you think I could ever get any data in a format that would work mm -mm. with status board? No, I, I'm not a programmer. You know, so the, I think it was like eventually got to like, oh, you need to have well-formed JSON files to allow it to, yeah, you know, do its data. And I, the closest I ever got was like some kind of like um, CSV file or something like that. But then how would you keep that data updated and how would status board suck in the latest stuff? And then you suddenly it was like, oh, we run a web server or something like that. And it was just all ridiculous. Yeah. And so as much as I love the idea, I realized it was just above my pay grade. And I never got good use out of it. But what a... So it was really sad because I wanted to love it. Yeah, I would plus one the status board thing. I love status boards, but it's always a step too far. It's an API call, but it's like a really weird thing you have no idea how to do. Or it, there's always just this extra bit where you're like, 
Yeah, it can pull in, you know, well, back then it'd be like, oh, it can pull in tweets. And it's like, well, yeah, but so can every other client. So it's not really that <laughs> useful to me, but I, I'll definitely plus one the status board thing. Super cool. It looked great, especially if you did the little dongle to a TV and had it on like a big screen. And they did a great sales pitch on it. That's what got me. I was like, I'd look at the, 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 you know, hero shots and screenshots that they had of it. And I'd be like, yes, I can have that too. And yeah, I would and you just know get the one like, in their office was probably like the most coolest data rich thing ever. Yep. And there was no way us mere mortals were ever going to get there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, alas. I'm glad you two could connect over the status board. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. No, I mean it. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, for me, it's something that continues to be kind of in my life and... I feel nostalgic about, but I also kind of really dislike now. And that is Duolingo. Mm. Uh, Yeah. Duolingo, I've been using or had installed on at least one device since it pretty much, pretty much since it came out on the app store. And early on with, you know, much more basic uh, kind of interface, uh, not quite as heavy courses and all the gamification. I thought it was fantastic. I tried stuff like Spanish because that's what Natasha did at uni. And I thought, oh, that might be interested to learn and share with her. I even dipped my toe into Esperanto as a bit of a geeky joke and actually found it really easy and learned quite a lot, all of which I've since forgotten. But the main point was to kind of try to find a really easy, everyday, habitual way of maintaining my German skills because I don't work around or spend a lot of time with Germans like I used to. Um, It's just you know, job change, moved on, that sort of thing. And I, I think even though it's a clever service in what it aims to do, and I don't doubt that a lot of people continue to get a lot of value and education from it, I feel like it's become progressively worse since they launched it to the point that even though I paid ages ago, and it's, I think it's going to fizzle out or, or uh, expire soon, like I don't even use it anymore because all the ads that you used to like pay for, to get rid of, right? They've now put every single level you finish is like, have you tried this? Do you want to think of that? How about this thing? Did you know you're in the Amethyst League now? Here's 20,000 gems. And it's just this ridiculous kind of, I paid to have something simplified and get rid of all of this. And now it's part of this. It's like the worst of social media and the web, like gamification, social media aspects. It's like, can I just not pay for a clever kind of simple language course where I just do the levels and move on? Why do I have to build 10,000 friendships revolving around my learning of a particular type of modifier or conjugation? I don't get it. So yeah, it's like the mistake that I kept paying for and is now unused because they've made it almost unusable. Do you know what you've just described? What? Is a business internet trend that you can follow on as a hashtag mm-hmm. on Mastodon. I know this because I do. Yeah. It is enshittification. Hmm. Oh, well. It's where a service starts off really good. They continue to add features to it. Their focus changes from creating a good product to boosting the, the valuation of the business. And ultimately, they destroy it in shitification. I think it's pronounced engagement. <laughs> engagement. <laughs> well, whatever way you spin it, that's exactly right. And I feel bad for saying it this way because I think there's a great intention with the app. I think they do a great job particularly if they're being honest about how they've helped to revive languages like Gaelic, it's nothing but a good thing. But the way that you're forced to adopt this engaging slash and shitified product when it's just like, I just want to practice some words. Mm. Yeah. So that's become my unused mistake over time. Fun fact, tangent, 
My first downloaded flashlight app was in 2011. Was it Flashlight Light? No, it's Flashlight with some weird Unicode character after it. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, so it wasn't L-I-G-H-T-L-I-T-E. Oh. No, and it wasn't right. Flashlight HD either, hmm. unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> I think you got wow. a bad one. I think I did, yeah. Because I got, I got Flashlight full stop mm. on the 13th of October, 2008. Oh, wow. I didn't, yeah, I didn't download a flashlight after 2011. Apparently, I was just not living in the dark. I don't know. I only went out in the daytime. Using light switches, apparently. I guess so, yeah. It was last updated two years ago. I wonder if it still works. All right. That brings us to category three. This is our final Mm. official category on the show. Mm -hmm. Favorite icon from yesteryear Mm. or the past in general. Mm -hmm. So, what is your favorite icon? earlier icon or kind of older icon design from any app that you've ever owned doesn't matter what platform before the kind of great ios 7 flattening or a quote-unquote big serification of the mac where everything went into kind of like round rects or squircles mm. okay okay so jason kick us off you asked for one so obviously i'm gonna do more than that great as i was going through my list i was i was picking some stuff out here so one I came across 1Password, the first version, and I forgot oh, how yeah. incredibly huge the key was <laughs> on the 1Password icon. <laughs> it was like a giant car key. It was it was really big, and I was just like, wow, that's okay, cool. The second one was I noticed a, I don't think you could call it a trend, but just a thing that was uh, maybe lazy where people would just use just straight up a photo as the icon. And it so it would be right. like a photo of a cat, and it's like that has nothing to do with anything. Why <laughs> you just drop something in there to get this thing pushed out? Okay, cool. The worst icon I found was from an app called Easy Pasta. <laughs> I don't even know why I downloaded that, but it was border—not it, it, even borderline. It was offensive, frankly, in, in the way that this icon was put together. Okay, now we move into icons that I thought were actually good. Uh, Cha-ching, which was like a money app for like, you know, Andrew's into this stuff, right? Yeah, like I've got tracking. right here. I was just looking at yeah. Cha-ching. Uh, 22nd of March, 2009. The little pig? <laughs> yeah. With the little, little money dro- coming out of his it's side. Like, yeah, it's like, a, it's like a piggy bank <laughs> with like a little drawer coming out of the side. It's kind Gorgeous. of weird if you think about it too much, but I thought it was a really cute, nice icon. So that was that one. And Cha-ching. then for the number right one... Best icon that I still love and have stolen to use in other places to this day on other things on my computer. The Apple Aperture icon. Oh, Oh, yes. That's a great one. Absolutely. Top tier, just gorgeous, wonderful icon. That's a good pick. I think you're just opening up a kind of well of pain for a lot of people about that app in general. So let's be... Let's be careful. It's here. fine. If you went back and used Aperture today, you'd be like, this is garbage compared to what the tools we have today. But back then. Yeah, but the sadness that it didn't continue. Yeah, in some way. I suppose. But I suppose. different time. Different time. But that icon is. Beautiful icon. Like, beautiful is, icon. That, that purplish kind of the on the camera lens, you know, that. Mm. I can only imagine just the, the hours and just, I don't even. It was either somebody just was really good and did it very quickly. It was like, this is perfection. Or they just painstakingly put pixel for pixel because it was just perfect in every way. 
Yeah, and it's like when, I don't know if you remember when iOS 7 became a thing, there were all these people online going, look, compared to what there used to be, you could go into Microsoft Word and easily replicate any of these icons. This shows that the design <laughs> is just not there, what's going yeah. on. So, yeah. yeah, big contrast. Welcome to the internet. Love them. Everybody's so happy on the internet. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> Andrew, so it, another happy person on the internet. Yeah, so it probably, <laughs> probably will come as a surprise to both of you and many of our listeners that I'm not the most graphical of people. I tend to prefer, you know, numbers and words ahead of yeah. graphics. They, and they kind of, I don't have a great memory for them. So it kind of just washes me past. I don't usually pay a lot of attention to the icon. So this was the most challenging question for me. Mm. Because I think back, I'm like, what were some icons that I used to like? And I just don't remember them. Mm. It just doesn't stick in my brain. The So the only one that I... I could think of was going back to the app that I use most, the one that has been with me forever, my beloved, and that would be OmniFocus. And OmniFocus used to have this little like, um, it's like a little bulldog clip and it would get sort of- Oh, you'd love that. On. Any kind of office station. Yeah, and, or, it, yep. and it was clipping on to sort of like index cards hmm. and it looked beautiful. I don't remember that one. Well, Jason, hmm. I've got some good news for you. <laughs> oh. Because if you go ahead and pick up OmniFocus 4. Okay. It now has alternative icons. Oh, boy. And you can get that glorious little guy back. Oh, that's nice. I like when people do that. Which I, I have done. And it's so much better. The, the, the sort of the standard OmniFocus icon is just kind of like the squircle with a check mark in it. It's like, well... Yeah, how many? Show me all the apps, all the to-do apps that have a little check mark. And when you just to be, just to double check, when you change that icon on the iOS version, do you need to restart your iPhone approximately forty thousand times for that icon to actually change? Or? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, that's, sta- just that's standard. And if, do you want the Sta- widget? Because you'll probably have to reboot your phone if you want a widget as well. Um, uh, yeah, I think you just get a new phone, and then the widget starts working. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But yeah. Okay. I, I actually like this most on macOS. Hmm. This icon, I have it. Right now, actually, I'm looking at it, and I'm just going to embiggify my dock. Embiggify, and uh, hmm. that is just a beautiful, beautiful, just a beautiful icon. We it's can't lovely. see a thing, so we think it's also equally beautiful. So, thank you to the Omni Group. Side question, Andrew: If you could change the Siri animation that pops up in the top right of your screen to Clippy, would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I would just for at least I would. a day. Yes, I hate Clippy so much. <laughs> but yes, or that little um, the little Merlin magician guy who's underrated. Mm. Oh. Do you remember him? Did he? Did he have a name? Wasn't it Merlin? Oh, I don't know. I maybe no, because no. Clip- or Merlin the wizard guy. Maybe I that feel was like that would have been like know. copyright or something. Clippy stole all the thunder. But there were some underrated characters, alternative mm. characters you could choose, like briefcase. Nobody, nobody's talking about briefcase anymore. So, yeah, that takes it to you, Martin. I kind of chose two app icons here. One is one that isn't really used anymore, and one is an icon that persists, Mm. quite funnily enough. Mm. The first one that I really miss, even though I now use Final Cut Pro, is iMovie HD. That blue icon, like the slate, the... The, oh, the do you know what I mean? Like, what do they call it? The clapper or the clip? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it. The clapper board. Yep. And it had this beautiful blue kind of gradient in it with two people like running, holding hands. It was just absolutely kind of gorgeous, simple, but three dimensional design. And it fit that whole kind of aqua interface of earlier Mac OS X. 
beautifully. And I, I miss that look, um, you know, maybe just look it up online occasionally just to weep gently and then move on. But the app icon that persists to this day and I use all the time and I love whether it's out of sheer laziness or maybe they've actually updated the app separately and I haven't done it properly or they're sticking a big middle finger up is handbrake. <laughs> I love the handbrake icon. Yeah. And for anyone who doesn't know what handbrake yeah. is, this is a video conversion tool. So maybe you've got a really big video, you want to compress it a bit, but retain some quality. Maybe you're running a really old iPod and you want to change something about the codex or the dimensions to make it work. It's just a really handy app to have, no matter how simply or complicated you want to use it. And the icon is... No, not a not a handbrake. Nothing like transmission. Remember that app for like torrenting or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was great. That, that was, was a good, good icon, Matthew Martin. Can I pick? Can I pick that one? That was By good, all yeah. means, you can have that one. <laughs> handbrake is not a handbrake. It is a picture of a cocktail and a pineapple. Yeah. And what I love is that even today, like, well, you know, even back then, it was like a cartoon. It didn't even fit Steve Jobs's perfect kind of skeuomorphic. 3D land, it was just this flat thing. It's still there. And when your video conversion process or queue finishes, it still pops up in the corner saying, put down that cocktail, your task is ready. And you can, I love it. I love that they have not changed it. And it brings a little bit of joy to my heart every single time that I use it. And it pops in the dock as just this Tropicana mm. middle finger to the preferred style. It's like something with video apps because VLC is the same thing. It's been a cone yes. for a hundred yeah. years. <laughs> and it's like it's updated. So it's not like 32 by 32 pixels, but same thing. It's like, it's just mm. the same icon. It's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can can so I just, wait, you, I need to loop back. There wasn't, yeah. that conversation sparked my, my thinking. And I think we have talked about this icon on the show before. Refer to show notes. Mm. Um, just mm. a special mention to the icon for spam sieve. <laughs> like, okay. especially the, uh, the, the, the photo realistic one that it had for so long. The mushroom colander. That was the most god awful. <laughs> if you like the, 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 the cartoon colander was kind of bad, but if you turn that thing to photo realistic, oh my god, it was ugly. <laughs> and so just a shout out to spams here for having and persisting i think it's changed now but up until very recently it was persisting with the ugliest icon ever hmm. martin you said you like the imovie clapper what about the fi- the final cut pro one now i i find that one to be quite nice also yeah it's kind of a continuing ode to that although it's not on that slant i always i really liked that earlier mac os 10 thing even though it was inconsistent hmm with Apple apps and third-party apps. I loved that lean, Mm. that diagonal kind of orientation they would have things. It gave it a bit of life in the dock. And I'm not talking just about like um, when Leopard and Snow Leopard came in and they made like the 3D glass. I just mean the icons were on a slant. So I've gotten used to the new version with all the squircles slash round rects, whatever you're supposed to call them. Uh, I think enough icon kind of makers and app developers have made interesting things like special shout out to people like you know daniel jalkert who does mars edit with that rocket kind of leaning out the net newswire one looks nice pixel mater is great i love those little 3d elements they put in um so i've gotten used to that i think there's enough variety but yeah it was just a bit more fun in the earlier Mm. years when you just kind of had this hodgepodge of different leaning shapes in your mac i like the squircle when there's just some little piece that peeks out the outside just a little bit like just Totally enhances Just breaking it. the rules a little bit. Um, second tangent of AppQuest. My first podcast app was apparently 
Pocket Casts. Oh. So there you go. There you go. Still is. They're meant to be somehow. Oh, no, you're an Apple Podcast guy now, aren't you? Yes, that's correct. Mm-hmm. Which I am trying once again for some unknown reason. Use what works for you. <laughs> you like having your notes stopped short. That's it. Yeah. Mm. If Apple Podcasts could just have a per podcast playback speed setting, that would be perfect. I know, Jason, you're like 1x. They do. They do. It's it's literally built in. It's called Everything Plays at 1x as the heavens intended. Yeah, but I, I think I've said no, this before. No, no, there's no but. Mm-mm, no, it's 1x. Some of you if Americans. If it's too slow for you, stop listening to it. Yeah, you Americans, could you speed it up a little bit? Jeez, hey, you talk slow. Why don't you slow down? Enjoy <laughs> the moment. Take it in. This is art. This is art that's being created. Martin is going to spend countless hours perfectly slicing and dicing to make it the perfect audio experience. Mm. And then you're going to come in and just shit all over it with 3x playback? I don't think so. Mm-mm. I have to say, Jason, the way, look, listeners can't see this, but the way that you were slowly hunching over into some like golem figure as you were imitating how I, that is actually, if people need to see me editing, like slowly sinking into a chair, <laughs> doing surgically precise, see? like scalpel slices where I go, you know what? That was like a microsecond off the exact gap to get the reaction linked to the joke that Andrew just said, based on what Jason <laughs> said you. after Martin breathed this way. That is what you are getting with every episode. Andrew does a great job too. I have no doubt that your technique is different, but I'm like a bit of a, a heap of like meat bag flesh <laughs> on the lounge by the end of it. Yeah. Do you do you watch movies at 2X? No, you don't because you want to enjoy the experience. If they're crap and you want to get to the end and you don't care. Actually, no, I've never no, done then that. You just skip it. Um, <laughs> you just skip it. Last but not least, I have to bring back, you mentioned it earlier, a couple of games, Flight Control. When I passed by mm. that one, oh, so much fun that game was. It was so great. And then Doodle Jump was another one that was just hours oh, of... My sister was obsessed with that yeah. game. She was the Doodle Jumper yeah. of the planet. There you go. Yeah. Did you guys ever play... Oh, I've got to ask you a question. Just give me one sec. <laughs> Chromag Rally, Nanosaur, and Bumpton? Yes. No, oh, there's two, in HD. The two greatest games yeah. on iOS ever were mm. the original Forensic mm-hmm. and, right. and Strategy. I don't know that one. It was like... It was almost like a little mini game of Risk and you had little colored dots. The other trend I noticed is that if there was a solitaire game, a golf game, or anything camera related, I downloaded it. Every camera app ever made, I'm pretty sure I have downloaded at some point because, wow, there was a lot in that list. Until you had to train really hard for our default episode. Then you... No, delete everything. Delete them them all. That's gone. (laughs) I was just going to say, I have a lot of business productivity apps (laughs) surprise (laughs) and they no doubt raised your you know lifted your productivity to unseen levels just briefcase icons (laughs) uh, shirt pockets with pens in it pocket protectors Mm -hmm. ties Mm -hmm. yeah yeah when calendar went to like leather stitching with that torn bit of paper and was like it's like a real no i didn't like that no, that drove me bonkers. That was when I, that's when I went into third-party calendar app world, which is another whole rabbit hole. It was kind of fun. Well, look, what I wanted to say, because no doubt we've pissed people off. We've hopefully amused them. Listeners, if you have an early iOS Apple game, an unused mistake, an icon from yesteryear, let us know in the Discord. Tell us on Mastodon, micro.blog, email. 
write a post about it, whatever. Let us know because I have no doubt that there'll be something that we've missed or that someone wants to. Actually, I think what we're what we're going to do is we're going to get we're going to get Rob to build a website (laughs) to track all that. No, that would be easy. No, don't do it. Please don't do it. No. Rob's busy enough. Poor guy. <laughs> he just he just went into fetal position, crying. Not again. <laughs> no, but it's the point. It's just such a long list scrolling. You just know there's stuff that we oh, lost. Yeah, and absolutely. I want to know what people have to say. I'm also just now realizing and shocked that not a single app or thing we mentioned was in I something. Because everything was I yeah. something back then to a fault. And none of them were that. So mm. congratulations. And credit to everybody. No Facebook. Ugh, nah. Nah. So, well done to us all. Fantastic. Yeah, but if anybody did download that iBeer app or the I Am Rich app, let us know. <laughs> do you remember? We're talking Tom. Do you remember the I Am Rich app? I do. It was like a red square or something, and it cost, I think the most you could make an app was like $999 or something. <laughs> Genius. That was the whole thing for a while. Genius. Yeah. Why do we never think of these things? All we do is we make stickers. We did. There was a sticker for $10,000. <laughs> Good point. So, there you go. Everybody go buy one of those. Yeah, go buy one of those. Or six, whatever you feel like. And when you're finished, let us know your ancient purchase yes. history. I want to yeah. know. <laughs> well, everybody, that has been Hemispheric Views, episode 100. We thank you for listening today and every fortnight as we explore the world of adjacent technology, social exercises, and culture. We really appreciate your time, your commitment to our Type 45. We love you all, and we'll talk to you next time. Good night. See ya. Three. Two, ah, hang on, I have one thing. Oh, ah, wait, no, 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 whoa, no, no, whoa, 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 settle down there. It's like we haven't been doing this for a hundred times already. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm ready now. Go all ahead. right, all right, all right, here we go. Three, two, one, stop. Oh, was I supposed to stop? <laughs>